Welcome to another episode of She's Intentional. Join us on an incredible journey as we share our experiences and lessons learned in our homes. We may not have all of the answers, but as best friends and business partners, we're really excited to open up about our successes and failures along the way. Tune in to our down-to-earth and super relatable podcast as we explore the power of intentional rhythms and how they have positively impacted every aspect of our lives. We're here to support and inspire you on your own journey. So grab a cozy spot, put on your favorite headphones, and get ready for a heartwarming and transformative discussion. Together, let's rewrite the rules and create a life we love. Today, we're talking about being intentional with our thoughts, and this can be such a challenging topic, and I'm so excited for you to hear from Megan on this topic. She actually built an entire keynote around this idea of being intentional with your thoughts. So Megan, I know, since I know you personally, I know that this topic has a deep core. It it brings us back to like your childhood. Tell everybody why this is such an important topic for you. Yeah, I think for me, it's one of those things that growing up, I was always told like, you need, you need to stop having a bad attitude, Meg, like your life (laughs) isn't fair. And you need to change the way that you're thinking about this. And I was like, that's cool, bro. But like, how, how am I supposed to change my thoughts? I didn't understand. And I thought everybody else's life was so much easier because I felt like I was a prisoner in my own head. I felt like I was stuck this way and there was no way out. And everybody kept telling me to change, but I didn't know how. And the moment that I realized that I had a choice, everything felt like I could breathe and like something was taken off and that like there was freedom in the choice of knowing that I can change the way that I think. Mm, It's so good. So now as an adult, right, like I feel like we encounter this type of thing every single day where we're going through the motions or we're responding out of just like thoughtlessness. What do you say to an adult, a mom watching who feels really stuck today in their own head? What would you say is a good place to start for them? I think that I think that our lives, uh, Craig Rochelle says this, our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And what we think shape who we are. So if you sit there and like really process that and chew on that, we become who we think we are. And Mm. what happens is we will sit there and we will feel stuck in our heads, but we just keep thinking that same cycle. It's like a hamster on a wheel. It just keeps doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I want everybody here that's listening to realize like it doesn't have to be that way, but it is a constant pattern. There's the National Science Foundation said that an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And of those thoughts, 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive thoughts. So when you think about the hamster wheel, you're literally repeating the same Mm -hmm. thing. So what does that mean? 
It means that you repeat 95% of your 80% negative thoughts. That means that we hear ourselves speak negatively to ourselves more often than we hear anything else. And we let those thoughts live rent free. We let those thoughts keep repeating and a pattern happens in our minds. And until we realize that this is actually happening and this is the pattern that we're creating, we will never change. But the moment we realize that there is a choice, we can change it. Oh gosh, it's so powerful. And like the fact that those thoughts have no accountability when you don't realize that they're happening, right? Like mm. until it becomes intentional and you realize like, hey, why are these in my head? Like you say rent free and they're being repeated. It's such a wild statistic. So let's say that um, somebody else is like, okay, I realize I have this, the same thoughts. Like this is, this is a, a pattern in my life that I don't want to keep repeating. What do you feel about replacing them? Or like, what would you point back? How do you point back to truth? Yeah. Um, okay. So what I always suggest is put your thoughts on trial. And by that, I mean, like, if we're, if we're really going to lean into what intentionality means do and what, like when, yeah. when we say like, let's be intentional with our thoughts, it's yeah. going to look like really annoying kind of in the beginning, because it, what I'm going to share is going to be so simple. You're like, that can't be it, but I'm, I'm serious. Um, the Bible even talks about taking your thoughts captive and so, or renewing your mind. Like, what does that look like? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Put your thoughts on trial, write down your thought and ask yourself, is this true or is this something that I have made up a scenario in my head that I have made up that I actually don't know if this is true? How many times do we do that? We walk into the room and we sit there and think everybody's thinking about us or judging us or whatever. And we play out all these scenarios in our heads and not a single one of them is actually true. We just play it out, but we never play out. The interesting part, Ju, is that we never play out the opposite end. We never play out the like, we play the what if I fail, but we never play out the like, what if this actually works? Yeah. So interesting the way that our brain is, mm -hmm. right? Like it always mm -hmm. pulls negative because our brain is designed to protect us. And so right. by putting the negative thoughts, it's almost like our brain thinks that if, if I choose to know that something bad is going to happen, I can stop it from happening. And so we don't even chase after the good things, the truth. We don't go after the things that are possible, the opportunities that are possible because we live so in that fear, scarcity mindset. And so yeah, we put safety. them on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we write down our thoughts and as simple as it is, we put it on trial. Is it true? Is this pure? Is this honest? Is this sometimes even Jew? Outside of writing it down, one of the most powerful things you can do is speak a thought to a friend. As soon as it comes mm -hmm. out of your out of your mind and you say it out loud, sometimes you can say something. And as soon as you hear it, because audible is different than thinking, you're like, holy cow, that was weird. Why have I been thinking that? But you could yeah. be chewing on it for months. Mm -hmm. And then the moment it's spoken. And then the moment it's spoken, you're like, that's not true. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, it but it's been living rent free yeah. for how long in your mind? And I think like that shows like intentionality in community. It shows intentionality with your thoughts. And I think that if we can do both of the, put them on trial, write them out and actually 
with this show, um, I have created a, a sweet little, um, kind of like a worksheet that will help you journal out your thoughts. And so if you want to go to the she's intentional.co website, she's intentional.co and you click on freebies, you can see it there, or you can also go to the show notes and it will be right there for you. A quick little worksheet that you could turn into a joint journal prompt. Eventually our goal is to create content for you guys that you'll be able to purchase an actual journal and workbook that's based off of this. But for now, go to that and you can grab it and hopefully it'll help you with all of the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Meg, I was just listening to something recently that talked about how the truth is different from your truth. Ooh, preach right? it. And I just thought this is so interesting because we all have heard a child say something absolutely outlandish and they might believe that it's true, but does it mean that it's the truth? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. So I love those steps of writing it down, seeing it on paper, sometimes even speaking it out loud, and then really putting it on trial and saying like, is this actually the truth? Or is this just something that I feel or I perceive? Um, such a simple, th- isn't it wild that all of the I feel like big things are actually the simplest things to do, but it just takes that moment of intentionality to make it happen. Um, the payoff is huge for being able to, to flip the script with something like this, Meg, talk more about that. What, what you have to gain from being able to change your mindset. Well, I think if we, I think that like, to go back to what you just said, it's that thoughts Mm -hmm. are not facts. Mm -hmm. And that is a matter of fact, we can change the way that we think. And when we just sit there and think about that, I have a choice and I get to rewire my brain for different there is a excitement and a hope that we didn't have before Ah, hope. Yeah. There's so much hope there. And like, there are hot words for this, right? Like the actual definition and like the actual word for this, not definition, but the word for this is neuroplasticity, but you will hear it in a lot of like the hip phrase right now that everybody is using is biohacking. Biohacking is the idea that you are DIYing something in your body in order to trick your body into doing something different, not trick, but like, that's really the idea. Neuroplasticity Mm -hmm. is the idea that I can change the way I think if I change the way I think in truest form. Mm -hmm. And I love to give this, I hope you're okay with me sharing it like this, Ju, but it's kind of like going on a, you're going to go on a walk and there are two trails in front of you. One has been walked a ton and there is a perfect path in front of you. The neural pathways are just like that. The other trail that you can choose is one that's less traveled. And so it's rocky. It's hard. It's different. It feels different. It is. Mm -hmm. But if you keep going down that path, what happens? You create a new trail and sure it wasn't, it was a harder trail along the way, but as you keep walking it, you are rewiring your brain. And now you're creating a new neural pathway so that you can leave behind the negativity. You can leave behind the negative Nancy in your head, the person that says she can't, you can't, you're stuck. The person that says you're not enough. The person that says, how dare you do this? Nobody's going to listen. The truth is that is something you're telling yourself and you actually don't know who could listen to you. You don't know who needs to hear your voice and you don't know what about what you're sharing could be impactful for other people. And so my encouragement is if you hear that, that, that thought that's like, you're not enough, 
write it down. I'm not enough. That is not true. Nothing about that is true. And put it on trial and then watch the freedom that comes from that because in that you can find so much joy, so much freedom. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I love to do is I love to label things when I decide them to be not true, right? Or figure out that they're not true. So after you've written it down, you can even cross it out and write lie in big, bold red letters. Because that's how, that's how you can begin to decipher, like, this is not true. And there's so many ways, Meg, I don't want to take us in a direction you don't want to go, but as I'm, as I'm sitting here listening to you, and I love hearing you talk about this topic, I'm thinking of women who speak things to themselves or think thoughts to themselves about themselves, maybe about others, maybe about other people's kids, maybe about the girl, you know, the influencer on Instagram or whatever we, this is everywhere, right? So if we can stop and and learn to stop this immediately and to say, is this truth or not? It can give us, I love the word that you use, like so much hope in rewiring and becoming a more positive, um, more focused person in general, because those mm. new neural pathways can lead you to such a more joyful spirit, such mm. a happier person to be around, right? I think that is the, like, you know what it's like to be around a negative person. You're like, yeah, Yeah. you want to like almost get home and take your clothes off and literally just. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like when you no wonder why you feel so gross all the time in your head, when you're just being negative to yourself or Mm. about all the things around you or like, And also when you hear those people being negative, imagine what it must be like in their head if they're constantly just tearing down other people or they're constantly just negative, negative, negative. Like it must be really hard to think so poorly of all the things around you at all Mm -hmm. times. There is no hope. There is no joy. There is, because Mm -hmm. if somebody is speaking that about others, it's truly probably because they're just speaking it to themselves. Yes. I was just thinking that. Yeah. So if that's the case- That is, if we can be accountable to ourselves and we can like stop being that person and start Mm -hmm. thinking like, okay, how can I, how can I shift my thinking here? Write Mm -hmm. them out, Mm -hmm. speak life to yourself, find things that are truth. I love to go to scripture and find truths where God calls me enough because he was enough. And we're going to put in the show notes, maybe some like biblical affirmations or things that point to truth that will really encourage you. I know Jenny Allen has like a freebie and maybe we can include that. Um, But I think what's so like, you have to put your stuff up against truth and Mm -hmm. the truth will set you free. And Mm -hmm. our thoughts are not facts. And that's Mm -hmm. what we always have to go to just because we think it doesn't make it true. Yeah. Gosh, I, one more thing, Meg, cause I'm really like, my brain's just turning about this, but we're both girl moms mm. and I have come into contact with, um, you know, we've come to contact with other mm. moms, obviously. And have you ever noticed that the kids pick up on and adopt mannerisms by their mother, right? Obviously. Mm. And we mm. always hope that they'll grab onto those good ones. You know, the few that we can find my right? poor girls, those <laughs> Gosh, I know I feel the same way, but they always pick up on the negative ones. But here's the thing. I, there's one, one particular relationship I'm thinking of in general that I would, we have got to talk kindly to ourselves. 
in front of our children. If you're picking yourself apart, your your appearance, your the way you do things, the way you do anything, if you're tearing yourself down in front of your children and they look at you as this perfect person, mm. right? Because all kids just want to be like their their mom. Mm. And all you see is the negative in yourself. What do you think we're showing them to look for the negative in themselves? Mm. And it breaks my heart because we need to build up women that are strong and that build up other women. Right. And so that just came to my mind as you were talking about that, because, oh gosh, we have such a responsibility. Well, let's talk about that responsibility. Like, what does that look like for us as moms Mm -hmm. to show up for our kids in a way that says that is not true. And I'm taking that thought captive for me, Mm -hmm. like, Bible verses or whatever it is on mirrors when I look in the mirror, or Mm -hmm. it could be like our hope and dream for the She's Intentional brand is to create things for you to be reminders for you. So they will be coming Mm -hmm. soon. And because we know that this is a challenge and it is a responsibility for us moms to actually have to show our kids what that looks like. So there are practical ways that we can do this in our house. And it looks like sticky notes on our cabinets. Mm -hmm. It looks like asking intentional questions to our kids. Like we put our thoughts on trials, like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, like there are questions that you can ask your kids, but like constant reminders, because we have, if we're going to create that new neural pathway, we have to have constant reminders to take that. So what if we mm-hmm. monkey see monkey do right. But also like we need those visual reminders. And so mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. things to put around your house to remind you that we are, we are different. Yeah. We are set apart and we are going to show up differently and it's going to be hard in the beginning, but it's going to create a, ry- a rhythm in our household that like, we don't speak that over each other. We don't mm-hmm. speak that. And we actually have mm-hmm. a whole nother episode that we're going to talk about words and what that looks like in speaking life. Like that episode is going to blow your mind in ways that you can't even imagine. But what's so exciting about it is that again, we have a choice. And we can teach our kids that they have a choice too. And I think that's where we lack is all these kids, all these parents, all of us feel so anxious and we feel like we're spinning out of control and we feel like there Mm -hmm. is no hope because we are constantly in our heads and our heads are not the thing that Mm -hmm. is truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, a really practical way that, um, I try to do this is to say like, oh, wait, we have a choice and this is not truth right? Can you guys help me think of some things that are true, right? Whether this be at the playground or whatever, throughout Target, a comment, it can be as simple. In fact, I think that's the easiest yet hardest thing is the little, the little things that could so easily pass by the little comments. Stop. Yes. If we can stop and say, Oh, wait a second. That's not true. What's something that is true, right? Let's replace Mm -hmm. that here real quick before we move on. Mm -hmm. Just little things, you know, I think another, a little thing that is the thing that's overlooked is gratitude. Mm-hmm. And in our house, sometimes when I can see my girls spinning out of control, I learned this from a friend and I I saw it one day and we have implemented it all the time. We even do it. My husband and Russ, Russell and I do this. Like when we are gripey or when we're in bad attitudes or we can tell, I can tell everything is spinning. 
I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing. We're naming five things that you're great. Three things that you're grateful for. If three is not enough, we go five. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I want you to name three things that happened today that you are so grateful for because yeah. you cannot be grateful and anxious the way your brains are wired. You can't do it at the same time. Like you honestly physically cannot do it. So if you can mm-hmm. get your brain to stop the spiral of anxiety by writing gratefulness or talking through gratefulness, I think that everybody should have grateful jars or grateful list, grateful journals everywhere, but it's yeah. so simple because that is teaching our kids when I am feeling like I am mm-hmm. negative Nancy or I'm spinning or I have my bad attitude or I'm complaining, I'm going to stop that neuro pathway and start a new one. And if we do that so often, guess what's going to happen? They're going to learn to stop it themselves by the time that they are an adult because they've done it so often. And yeah. it can be annoying to be like, all right, you know, when they come to you and they're like, my sister stepped on my toe on purpose. And you're like, cool. <laughs> Nobody cares, <laughs> but <you're>, <laughs> you really want to scream on. that. Yeah. yeah. But, and they're like whining and she did this and they're tattling for the 76th time in the last minute. Yeah. You can yeah. be like, okay, what are you grateful for about your sister right now? I want you to give yeah. me three things that you love and you're grateful that she is your sister for. And it helps them to stop that hamster wheel. I could go on about this forever. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I feel like I'm rambling, yeah. but I think that that's really practical Ooh. and helpful. Yeah, I think it's so impactful. I did this for myself the other day, right? Because I always give these examples, same like of my kids and their ridiculous complaints of each other. But the truth is the other day, I was myself complaining about laundry, right? Mm -hmm. And how it never ends. You know, we all do it. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop and say, like, imagine if I had nobody's laundry to do. You know, like it just takes only a moment to say, to give some perspective, like there's somebody out there who wishes they were doing the laundry Mm. of somebody really special to them. Right. And so like, it just is such a simple task that you're right. Like even as adults, we can stop and say, I'm going to choose gratefulness over complaining because Mm -hmm. I have so much to be grateful for. I think it is the simplest things you said it earlier. It's the simple tasks that become the habits, the rhythms that change a life. Truly. It is the simplest things. And gratitude is so simple. And it's almost like we were created for this. It's almost like we were created to be able to be grateful and not to fear things. It's almost like we were created for more than just living in fear and living in anxiety and living in our heads. It's almost like we were created for purpose and a purpose far greater than ours. Megan, if you could leave the podcast with just one thing here, what would be that that greatest takeaway? I know that we keep saying this over and over again, but like you're not stuck. You do have a choice. Neuroplasticity is like a superhero power that our brain has. Mm. And it means that our brain can change and grow when we learn new things or practice something over and over again, it's like a muscle that gets stronger the more we use it. So if we keep learning and we create, keep practicing new things, our brain is going to get really strong and help us do amazing things. And I think that's important as a mom and as a parent and as a, as a business owner and as all of these things, like these many hats that we wear, I think that sometimes we tell ourselves these lies that we can't do, but the truth is we can because we're called to a lot. And so I think as we close, I just want to remind you, like you have a superpower inside of you that was created in you Mm -hmm. and so that you don't have to live this way. You have a choice. 
So with that, every single podcast, we're going to ask a question and it's our favorite question because it, it literally pairs so well with today's. So good. Yeah. So good. Julie, what are you most grateful for that happened today or this week? Like what's happening in your life that you're just really grateful for? So the first thing that comes to my mind is, and I know it's going to sound so cheesy, but I'm really, really thankful for seasons. Seasons in multiple ways. Like I'm thankful for seasons because I love fall and just the change, but mostly I think I, I love the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, obviously pumpkin spice. Yes. Pumpkin spice. Not trying to be basic. Pumpkin pecan cheesecake. Oh my gosh. I could drool right now. So good. But seasons in more ways than that. Seasons, I think for a fresh, just a switch up, you know, it's just a change. Um, Mm -hmm. A reason to, like you were talking, a reason to renew, a reason to switch routine, a reason to do something out of the norm or different. Uh, I think that's what I'm most thankful for right now. What are you most thankful for? I think the thing that I'm most thankful for right now is this podcast. And I know that seems so lame, but I'm truly like, this has been such a long dream. And I'm not like, I'm not kidding. I'm literally (laughs) not kidding. I I have thought about this. Uh, Don't be bad. It's just, it wasn't our time. (laughs) And I am an activator. So as soon as I want something, I want it immediately. I want all of it right now, this very second. (laughs) And so, yes, but I'm learning that good things come sometimes from the work and the intentionality that you put into it. And we were not ready to do a podcast before now. Yeah, We weren't. And so I'm really grateful. Oh, we're for sure not. It's fine. But you know me, it's, I've waited long. I've, I've waited enough. Like I can we're only wait anyway. for so long. <laughs> I can, I'm like, get in the ship right now. We are rowing. We don't have paddles, here for but we're going to do it. <laughs> I'm here for it. We're All right, guys, we're super excited. We hope that you live intentional lives this week and we are thrilled to be a part of it. Thanks for listening and tuning in yeah. to our thoughts.